0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to No Reserve Radio. I'm your host, Ren. Uh, bit of a different episode this week. Well, not really a different episode, because we do this periodically. Uh, Austin is on vacation, so it is just Angelo and I. I am really sick, so if there's ever, like, a lapse in this, or there's a big pause, it's because I've muted the mic, so you don't have to hear me coughing up a lung. Um... Basically, just a bunch of news happened in the NBA, and I kind of want to talk about it. But before we get into that, Angelo, update us on your life. What's going on?
1: Oh, it's been a week. <laughs> uh, the car... i Actually, I've never heard of this. The frame was starting to rust. There was holes in the frame. And there was no salvaging it. So I'm going to have to
0: scrap my car. The, the pictures you sent, like... I didn't see anything. Granted, I'm pretty novice when it comes to cars. I, like I have a decent enough understanding of them. My stepdad was a mechanic type person, so that I grew up with it. But
1: though, so, I don't know how to describe it. So, does it look like the wheels tilted to you?
0: It doesn't. Like that's the thing. It doesn't. It looked like you needed to change your brakes, which is what you had said you thought the problem was. Mm -hmm. But I didn't notice anything else off in the picture you sent to the group.
1: So while I was driving, there's this huge, uh, like, scrapey sound. And that's why I thought it was the brakes, because when that happens, usually it's, you know, the brakes that are scraped. But I stopped, and the wheel was tilted, and I got... And I parked into like this random complex, and someone was out there, and they looked at it, and they just gasped and said, "Oh no, you're screwed."
0: <laughs> I was like, "Well, so you you just crapped your car on the advice of a random person from a complex?" No, no,
1: no, no, no. I drove it to a de- to a repair oh, shop, sorry. and they told me that. Okay. Well, no, so no, 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 no. The,
0: the pictures you sent maybe just didn't no. do it justice.
1: I was definitely like anxiety-inducing, hearing scraping and, you know, rumbling while well, you don't know what's going on with your car, but I got to the shop, and he said that you know when he got a free moment, he looked at it and he said, yeah, you're, you're boned on that. It's not worth fixing. I was
0: like, oh, okay. Oh, so now Angelo gets to go through the fun experience of car shopping. Uh, thankfully, the last time I bought a car, it was pretty painless. I got in and out in about an hour and a half, but I knew exactly what I was looking for exactly the price range and it was during COVID. So they just were trying to get people out and into cars because the car market kind of dried up a little bit there and they couldn't even get anything. So hopefully you get lucky. Hopefully they like streamlined it during COVID. And that was why I got out fast and you're just able to get into what you need. I mean, we'll Um, see.
1: I definitely don't take these things like, quickly i used to be in sales so you know i generally know well not know but i generally get the game and i'm more adept at playing it so you know if i have to take my time i have to take my time um
0: so the question of the
2: week is so i i saw this
0: pop up on reddit and it got me thinking, so I decided this is a this is probably a question we should ask when Austin's here because I feel like this is like a litmus test of mm-hmm. who you were when you grew up. So, who was your first celebrity crush? Jessica. Uh, so Jessica, I saw this question. Jessica and, Alba. Go ahead. Is it? I I saw this question and like. I immediately had an answer, which is Carrie from Mythbusters. Really? Like, I haven't thought about that show in forever, but it was like, who was, like, when I was younger, who, and I just, th- there's something about, like, the fire engine red hair. Like, Haley Williams from Paramore, all of that. Like, I'll give you that. Goodness.
1: I'll give you that for sure.
0: Yeah, it was uh, an interesting, like, nostalgia moment, because I haven't thought about that show.
1: Mhm.
0: in a hot minute, and it just kind of jumped to the forefront. I
1: used to watch it all the time, honestly. I'm, I was kind of sad when it canceled at the time.
0: Yeah, and the one getting Grant died, I think.
1: Grant died? I didn't even realize that.
0: Yeah, it was... He had, like, a aneurysm. I completely forgot about that until just now, too. Holy um, crap. So, that's a... That's a depressing way to start an episode. So let's continue the train of depressing, or not. I mean, it is, but it's not. Uh, Did you see the news about Lonzo Ball? I did not see the news about Lonzo Ball. That doesn't surprise me, because it just came out about two hours ago. So Lonzo Ball is undergoing a a cartilage transplant in his knee. He is already ruled out for 2023-2024. He's going to miss the entire season. Potentially career ending.
2: Wow.
0: So... Going back to Lonzo Ball, I, on the record, am not a fan of Lonzo Ball. I think we've had conversations. We haven't had them on the podcast, but we've had conversations, whether in the group chat or in, like, Xbox Live parties...
1: I honestly don't know why, because he seems like your type of player. A, his best asset is playmaking, and B, he's a good he's like a, a
0: defender. Yeah, no, on paper he is the quintessential Wren player. He fits, he checks all the boxes. It, it's just there's something about going back to his UCL day, UCLA days. I just. The weird yeah.
1: shooting motion he had?
0: The weird shooting motion doesn't really bother me because he was hitting him. It's just... Mm. I don't know. Like, And it's weird because it's not like a. I don't like LeVar Ball, so I don't like his sons because I like LaMelo. It's just... I, I've never been a big fan of Lonzo even though, like you said, he checks all the boxes for a player that I would like. I think a lot of it is because I think that early in his career he was overrated. I think he's a great player um but there were a lot of people that were saying he was going to be the best player in that draft or he deserved to be number one and the only reason he went number two is because he wanted to go to the lakers and i i don't know but so yeah lonzo is going to miss most of if not all of next season and this is potentially career-threatening, how do you think that impacts the Bulls? Um, Because obviously, how it's going to impact him is the bigger ordeal or the bigger question, but that's something that we really are not qualified to discuss. We are not Um, doctors. So, in terms of the
1: Bulls... It really doesn't change my opinion on them. I've already... In fact, I've said it on here multiple times. I think they're a failed project, and I wouldn't want to be in the boat. I wouldn't want to be the person jamming them. So I how this changed my the way I view them, it doesn't. But for the people inside that organization, they're probably very much debating a lot of things because the core of DeRozan, Levine, and Vush isn't going to cut it for you.
0: Right, and something like this happening. Obviously, Lonzo is not necessarily integral to whether or not that core is going to succeed, but he does tie up a lot of cap space. Right. And he... Love him or hate him, he is a starting caliber point guard in the NBA, and those don't exactly grow on trees. Um. With 100%. the age of their core, because with the exception of Levine, Damar and Voos are not exactly young. Nope. I don't know. This is this is me playing two K thinking, but I I'm I'm debating a retool if not a rebuild. Because I I do think those three could succeed given the right supporting cast surrounding them. I am not so sure that's going to happen and so if I were in Chicago's offices I would be considering
2: this offseason being changing of the tides
0: yeah
1: honestly if it was me I would blow it up but I doubt that's what ends up happening
0: well yeah you are on record as saying that they should blow it up Regardless yep. of Lonzo, but yep, I I think this should be because I'm on the fence. Like it, it fully healthy, I'm on the fence of whether or not this team can contend. With fully healthy, I'm
1: on the fence if they're even a playoff team.
0: Ooh, yeah, boy.
1: that's how low I am on them.
0: <laughs> I I just think that Lonzo missing an entire season that's a setback that would make me strongly consider hitting that, not necessarily the reset button, but going into a retool, getting Mm. younger, getting more modern. Um, But yeah, hopefully Lonzo recovers and continues to have an NBA career, because, again, not a big fan of his, but obviously nobody wants this to happen to someone, because it kind of sucks. It does. Um, next on the list. Uh, did you see the Michael Jordan news?
1: I got a notification, and I said, "Mike." It said Michael Jordan engaged in something. So I oh, I literally just skimmed
0: it. Jordan is selling his majority stake of the Charlotte Hornets.
1: He is engaged in selling the Hornets. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, that I, That's in my opinion. That's good for the Hornets. Why? Just out of curiosity. Uh, So, from the perspective of a fan of a team that has a owner that is way too involved in the management of the team, uh, that sucks a lot. Yeah. That would suck a lot more if your owner was arguably the greatest player of all time because the way he views things compared to the way your average NBA quality player views things are going to be completely different. And it's why a lot of all-time greats don't necessarily make good coaches because for them, the game is easy. And it's easy because they put a lot of work into it. But from their point of view, they're expecting these players to be able to do the things that they were able to do and it's just not realistic. I think that Jordan has had a lot of hand in the pot that is the Charlotte Hornets, and I'm not sure it's necessarily been for the better.
1: Yeah, I generally agree with that. He has been the catalyst behind a lot of the bad drafting and signing decisions behind the Hornets. Now I get it, but at the same time, I guess is the pressure so mounting that you feel like you should be selling, or is it? Does he feel it's the right business decision at the time? I don't know. I I, I have a hard time justifying it being the right business business decision because you haven't necessarily won anything yet. You haven't really made the playoffs. You haven't. I don't know.
2: So the interesting thing is.
0: The two people that would be purchasing the stakes... Now, Jordan would still be a minority owner, so he still would have stake in the team. But the governors that he is considering selling to, one of them is currently a minority owner of the Atlanta Hawks. Now, I'm not sure if there are necessarily rules against that, but... There's a possibility that we have a minority owner for the Hawks, who's also a majority shareholder for the Hornets. There's got to be questions there. Um, but realistically, to the point of why is he selling, he's expected to earn a profit of $275 million. It doesn't seem like a lot to sell a team. Er so, wait hold on. Two hundred and
1: seventy five million.
0: Oh okay, no 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 never mind. So he bought the team for two hundred and seventy five million. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. And he's selling it for one
0: point seven seven billion.
1: There you go.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh okay. that's okay. <laughs> so it's money. Money is the reason he's selling. Okay. Um <sighs> Like I said, I think it'll be good for the Hornets. Uh I I prefer when owners are just like they hire the people to do the job and then let them do the job.
1: I think there's a balance in it and it, you can you can in some ways have it both ways. Like I'm going to bring football into example. Jerry Jones is very hands-on and even though the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in the last 20, 30 years. They have had playoff runs, and they are, if I'm not mistaken, one of the top three to five most profitable organizations in sports. So I think you can have it both ways.
0: Right, but I think it comes down to... So I I am completely illiterate when it comes to football knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. What was Jerry Jones before he was an owner? Was he a player? Was oil. An... Oh so, yeah, he
1: was. He did. He was a player too, but he made his money in oil, if I'm not mistaken.
0: So, was he like a
1: a good player? No.
0: Okay. That that was my question. So, when you look at owners who have had success, they are fans first and foremost and they typically are fans of their team, their city. Um, obviously, Jordan has a connection to North Carolina. Of course. Tar uh, Heels. But he's, he doesn't come across as a fan first. He it, He loves the game, but he doesn't necessarily love the NBA. So I just don't think he's as invested into players as a lifelong fan of the game would be.
1: Here's a weird hypothetical. Look, because this is just a personal theory, but I also don't think Jordan's mindset of how he approached the game when he played translates well to today. Absolutely. Um, from both sides of playing and managing players. So, so the, go
0: ahead. The, the thing about Jordan and Kobe and to an extent LeBron, even though LeBron doesn't need it as much because the modern NBA is completely different. Mm-hmm. But if you beat Jordan, and let, let's say hypothetically, Steph Curry time travels and Jordan and LeBron or Jordan and Curry play in the NBA finals and Curry is just hitting three after three after three after three, and that that change happens. The next season, Jordan is going to come back, and he's going to be hitting three after three after three. He had a competitive mentality, but it only was relevant to himself. Right. When you're an owner, there's not as much that you can do, especially if you, say, throw a five-year contracted a player, now you're stuck with that player for five years, unless you can offload them which, sometimes those bad contracts are a little difficult to get rid of um, so you can't make a change year after year, because your executive style isn't what necessarily won or lost for you and you can't change that as on the fly as you could you know, spending 10,000 hours shooting threes, or driving with your weak hand, or whatever your weakness was the previous year. You can't just go into a gym and fix that.
1: Right. I get that. There's more long-term planning and thinking about you know, the ramifications of the moves you make.
0: And um, next uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Bogie. That's a name that I didn't expect to be talking about tonight. Uh, Four-year, sixty-eight million contract extension with the Hawks.
1: Okay. I I don't know about that
2: one.
0: I like it. Look, as if you are not counting on him to be a ball stopper, because he's not. No. And you want him to be a second, or not a second, like a third or fourth option maybe even a six-man, he's perfect for that role. 68 million over four
1: years. Uh, what, what is that per year? That's 20, 40, 60. So it's less than 20. Proud. I'm going to have to use my phone to do this math, aren't I?
0: Napkin math.
1: Napkin math. 68. So 17 million. Yeah, 17 million a year.
0: So, that's not a bad deal.
2: That's not terrible. (sighs) I'm
0: trying to think of comparable players to bogey. And, keep like, you're aware I'm talking about younger bogey, not older bogey, right? Yes! Okay. Just making sure. Uh, Full transparency, we were not prepared tonight... We were not prepared at all. We both forgot it was Thursday. Yeah. It is later than we normally start recording because we forgot it was Thursday. Um, Facts. So, it feels like a broken record. And it's something we've talked about, I think, every week. For the past four weeks, Demetrius
2: Morant—he's
0: coming back. He will be back for the playoffs, probably. No, have you not followed NBA news this week at all?
1: My my man, I've had a lot of stuff going on. I heard he got. What did he get? Fifty games?
0: No, he changed. no. Gee. No, it's worse. It's worse? It is worse. He will it is be worse. back. He All right, go. No. On, I think, actually, I think the day this video comes out.
2: He will be back? How's he that worse?
0: Be um, Because he should have got 50. It, yeah. So, basically, what had happened was John Morant posted his video of him in the strip club in Denver. Um, Then all the stories came out about threatening the high school girl and fighting a teenage boy. Ja deleted all of his social medias, uh, and then the Grizzlies announced they were suspending him, and it was a game-by-game kind of thing. Um, Hold on. Like I said, I have to mute my mic so I don't cough into the microphone because that is gross. Um. So, Grizzlies suspend him. He checks himself into counseling, okay? He yeah. misses... I want to say it was four games with the Grizzlies. He checks into counseling for two
2: days. Now, I'm not
0: an expert. I I have researched enough and read enough about addiction to know that if you are claiming you are checking yourself into rehab because of an addiction to Hennessy, which is what he initially claimed, you do not even detox in two days. But he checked into counseling for two days. He released himself from counseling and rehab this was counseling rehab met with Adam Silver and Adam Silver who I never thought I would say I miss David Stern <laughs> but I miss David Stern they released a press statement a couple hours after it came out that he was leaving rehab that Ja had met with Silver, and Silver said he's apologetic and
2: sincere.
1: He's apologetic and they sincere? They gave him
0: eight games retroactive to the start of the Grizzly suspension. So he will be back on March 20th, which is Saturday. Okay. Right? right? No, Ooh. that's not right. What day is that? So it, it doesn't matter. Oh, he will be back within the next couple of days.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, I just...
0: <sighs> I question the NBA's leadership because this is a guy that seems like if not him, then the people he's surrounding himself with are going to escalate a situation and someone's going to end up getting killed, whether it's someone in his entourage, hopefully, like hopefully him or whoever they're interacting with. And the NBA is going to have the audacity to come out and say, this is so sad, who could have seen this coming? There's nothing we could have done to prevent this. <laughs> if you aren't holding them accountable and you are giving them a slap on the wrist for their two days in counseling for an addiction, which just blows me away. You're not holding a grown man accountable for his actions. You're allowing him to say, I'm stressed, that's why I did this. You're stressed and so you threatened a teenage girl because she called your sister a name. You're stressed so you... Threatened a teenage boy with a handgun because he checked a ball too hard to you? I I miss David Stern. Because David Stern would have dropped a 50 on him. And then they're... They're saying that the gun can't... Or isn't his. And... Like, did he just find a gun in a strip club? (laughs) It's just... It's the NBA wanting him to play because he is one of the best players on the uh, playing right now. Yep. And there's no denying that. And I hope he learns something because, again, I don't want to see that Reddit notification pop up that he was involved in someone dying somewhere.
2: It's just asinine
0: if you're not going to hold him accountable, he's going to keep doing it. And if your only punishment for him is you miss eight games, which is load management for Kawhi... Um, <laughs> uh, hey, that
1: I'll give you that. That was a pretty good jab you got in there.
0: <laughs> then he's just going to keep doing it. He's going to keep associating with the people he's associating with. He's just... I don't know. I I have... I am sick of talking about Ja. Wow. I it's it's just exhausting. Because we're gonna be here again in a couple of weeks. I yeah. I'm going to jot this down in my memory, and we are going to be talking about this in in a couple of weeks when something else happens because he he's not going to learn. The time span was not long enough. Um Moving on. The NBA and the NBAPA are talking about implementing, and I I forgot about this, but talking about Kawhi, I'm talking about it. The awards. Do you like that? And for, for listeners that aren't aware, because I did stop talking there because I interrupted myself, the NBA and the NBAPA are discussing putting a game minimum requirement played for all the major awards, whether that be all NBA teams, all defensive teams, MVP, six man of the year, whatever. So one, uh, Kawhi Leonard will never win another award again if this goes into play. It was just yeah. right there. Stop it. Um, I've been a fan of this for a while. I've already... There kind of is a soft limit already because if you only play half the games, you're you're not getting an award. Um, but having it on paper that, hey, you've got to play 70 games. I'm all about that.
1: I kind of don't like the stance for this reason and this reason only. Correct me if I'm wrong. To be eligible for certain contracts like supermax those are tied to awards uh-huh. or I don't like that
0: why <laughs> it gives incentive to play why as a like... fan okay ignore angelo that understands economics ignore angelo that understands the nba's a business right nba uh-huh. fan angelo basketball fan angelo Do you want to see LeBron James play or not?
1: Generally, yes. But But I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to go back to this. If, because once again, I'm kind of going to bring this back to bowling in a sense because I bowl a lot. If you are an NBA player or GM and you want to build a super team, would you not then sandbag a talent to get him on a lower contract to then afford higher contracts the fo- the following off season or down the road. Is that something a player could do? Or even if, even with coordination with a GM could do to make it not only possible, but ultimately likely that a talent signs for under what they're really worth.
0: So they're already doing that. Um, but no, I don't think there would be some collusion to avoid winning awards or winning games. Um,
2: strictly to avoid
0: paying someone. I I just, if you're already paying someone superstar money, which, if you have an incentive in your contract to make an all-NBA team or win a scoring title, you're generally worth that money, right? Yeah. You're not paying someone that and then sandbagging them. If you are... No, no,
1: no. You don't sandbag them. You sandbag him before you pay him that money, not after.
0: Then you just are incentivizing
2: them to leave.
1: Depends on the player. Like I said, Mm. (laughs) so based on what you're saying, Kawhi Leonard would never be a Max or Super Max player. Correct or incorrect?
0: Uh, As of right now, no. Okay. Does he have the talent? Yes. But you gotta play games. If If I'm going to pay you Super Max money, you better be suiting up every available game. You better actually be injured to not be in the game. Or go threaten a high school girl. Or go a high school girl. I brought it back to... T- I, brought it's a back. habit. Yeah. It's a habit. I can't help it. But no, if if I am going to pay you, Supermax, I'm going to expect you to be on the floor. It, let me... Let's just at a glance real quick. Why? Leonard, why? Okay. So,
2: basketball reference. Am I able to see potential games? I am not. So,
1: at a
0: glance, Remember, he has played 618 games.
1: Okay, 618.
2: So he has played 11 years, right? Yep. He has, met, he has
0: a potential of 902 games, so that is 284 games he has missed in his career. It's more than that because he was there. Was the season he missed the uh, entire season with the ACL
2: injury. So
0: that's a lot of games to miss, my guy.
1: It is a lot of games to miss. You're not wrong.
0: So no, if if you are only going to play fifty two games, nah. I don't want to pay you supermax, even if you're like super talented and maybe that would be bad management, but I would rather pay that money or wait to pay that money to someone that's going to suit up. And if I'm going to pay you and you're going to miss all those games and you're not going to get awards that hit your contract incentives, I don't even feel bad. You agreed to the contract incentives and then you decided to rest because your hammy was a little tight. No, thank you. So, that's the long way of saying I'm a big fan of minimum games required for awards being an on-paper thing. Do I think the NBA is going to do what I would do and say 70 games? No, it'll probably be 62. Um, is a bit
1: egregious, don't you think?
0: I don't think so. You have to remember... 72 games? You have to remember, I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s as an NBA fan. I don't
1: care when you grew up. When I grew up, pitchers pitched 200 innings consistently. Now there's six people in the
0: MLB. Sports change. It's okay. Right. I'm, I'm fine with sports changing. I'm fine with players shooting more threes right less contact there's less contact in the game now than there was in the 90s but that didn't stop john stockton from playing 82 it didn't stop michael jordan from like what was the lowest games played of michael jordan's career was it 18 he only had a couple seasons where he didn't have 82 games played and that's the point i'm making. You can say the game changed, whatever. But it got less physical, and players are more needing of rest. That doesn't make sense to me. Can, can you explain that? Because I'm also a fan of hockey, where players fistfight each other and <laughs> slam each other at 30 miles per hour, and they don't rest because their hamstring's a little tight. And they play 82 games. They'll play on broken bones, which is stupid, but they do it. It's very stupid. Sidney Crosby did it for a year and a half. He played with a broken wrist. Didn't impact him, really. I mean, probably hurt like hell, but he was still one of the best players in the world. So, no, the the game-changed argument, that doesn't fly with me. The players changed, mm-hmm. not the game. Both so, oh, can be true. So here's my armchair therapist or psychologist thought, okay? And stop me if at any point this sounds wrong. So when we were growing up, when we were kids, and Jordan, Stockton, Bird, Magic, whatever, right? basketball wasn't that big i mean it was big but it wasn't the global superpower that it is today right Mm -hmm. so these players were up and coming and then they went into the league and they made minimum wage hour job salaries they weren't getting paid that much now you have athletes in middle school on the cover of Sports Illustrated with Chosen One next to their name, right? So these kids are being coddled and treated as professional athletes from the time they're middle schoolers and high schoolers. I think that has more to do with it than anything.
1: But being more mainstream and having access to spotlight, Endorsement deals, money, and general hype, again, isn't a problem. I use... I'm going to go to another different sport. We had this discussion, me and Cameron did, about I'm not sure if there's going to be another Tom Brady, and if there is, it's going to be a very, very long time before someone is just... Unless it's Brock Pretty but, but someone who's taken late in the draft and he just blows up and is a top-tier quarterback. The stuff has changed. There so, is more of a focus, and I don't lean into this, but you do, more of a focus on analytics, getting stuff right, medicine, figuring out what your body can take and making it so you can play as long as possible at the highest performance possible. That is not something that should be frowned upon. And you should be trying to get players to play 72 games when maybe their body, genetically, isn't built for that.
2: That, uh, I don't even know where to start with this one. Go for it. So again,
0: I, I'll, I'll start. Everyone can't I'll be start, LeBron James. That's I'll start with Tom Brady. I don't again. Kind of football literate here, so I'm yeah. going to turn to you to lean. I'm going to lean on you for this one. Oh. How many games did Tom Brady sit out because his hamstring was a little tight?
1: Tom Brady was also. Tom Brady no, 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 is closer no, no, no. to Michael Jordan than he is to LeBron James as far as when he started.
0: There is, there is a reason for this question. How well, many games not, did Tom Brady sit? How many games did Tom Brady sit because his ankle hurt?
1: Not very many that I can remember.
0: How many games did Tom Brady sit because he just wasn't feeling it with his throwing arm?
1: Not very many,
0: if any. Oh. So you're telling me that since he didn't rest and take all this time, his career was really short, wasn't it? That, that doesn't he took, work.
1: he took advantage of the medicine later.
0: Same so with LeBron. Did, so was Dirk Nowitzki resting because his hamstring hurt a little bit? No. His second-to-last NBA season, he played 80 games, 79 games.
2: That
0: just... If anything, with modern medicine, these players should be recovering faster. It's just, again, it's in my view because you see it with only modern players of a specific sport, and you don't see it in any other sport. It's because these athletes are being coddled from a young age. This is their scapegoat. This is their, oh, I had a bad game. Well, I'm going to sit the next game because the reason I had a bad game is my leg hurt a little bit. Again, this is only a problem in basketball. It's not prevalent in any other major sport. Yes, it happens in baseball because pitching is very taxing on the body. Yep. But do you, again, I'm going to lean on you here when was the last time a third baseman sat because his ankle hurt? Like, this is only a problem in basketball. It doesn't happen in hockey, which is a far more physical sport. It doesn't happen in football. When was the last time an offensive lineman sat because his leg was tight? It doesn't happen.
1: It's kind of unfair in this sense, in this sense only. In football, the incentive to play injured is a: your contracts generally aren't guaranteed, and b: there is more of a risk of you losing your job if you're the start, even if you're good. If you're the starting left tackle for a team, unless you're a guy like a, a major quarterback, your job is very consistently at risk. In the NBA, that isn't necessarily so.
0: If I, as an owner, am paying you $130 million to play for my team, and you won't play because something just doesn't feel right, and there's nothing medically wrong with you, right? You don't see why I, as a fan, take issue with that.
1: I can see why you take issue with that, but... It's is what it is. It's part of... The NBA, regardless of if you like it or not. The
0: modern NBA. And that is why I'm a huge fan of taking effort to curtail it. Which is what they're apparently doing. If you are going to be paid the amount of money you are paid to do your job, you do your job. That, that's, You're asking the bare minimum there. I'm not asking you to go out and run every play, right? Like, I'm asking you to do the basics of your job. Does that mean you've got to go out and drop a 50-piece? No, but show up for the game. Especially because if you are a superstar player, there are fans that are in the crowd who can barely afford rent this month, but they paid to come see you. So do your job. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of it. I didn't expect this to be, like, the longest segment of the show. it was <laughs> eh, a pretty good segment, honestly. Um, I do want to get Austin's... I don't want to bother him with, like, podcast-related things while he's on vacation, but I do want to get his opinion as kind of the tiebreaker there, so... We, yeah. We, we will ask him next week. Or, um I do, do have week?
1: I do have a question. Sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. Um right. Are we doing a post episode for this? Because if we are, I have an idea to pitch for that. If not, I can pitch it now.
0: Um I mean I feel like this is a short episode, so I feel like we're almost out of time. Okay. So I'm definitely near the bottom of my list. So
1: Okay, so let's wrap it up, and then we'll just start the post.
0: I I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, give me one second just to double check. Okay, um, yep. Right, Draymond <laughs> Green suspended for technical foul.
1: That's nothing surprising. That's that's, not so surprising.
0: Surprising. No, that's, that's <laughs> listed as news. Like I wrote that down as news. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. Again, we we were a little rushed tonight. I'm. We apologize. Um, honestly
1: that last segment probably carried the show
0: you know that i think that that's <laughs> a good one uh, i there's more like we could discuss about that but i almost feel like we need to make a whole episode about and i
1: prefer austin to be yeah, there for yeah, it yeah as well yeah.
0: I, I feel like we need a whole um i i don't know if we've talked about this before this is on my notes for a future episode at some point but i feel like I know we've had a conversation. I just don't remember if it was on air or not, or if it was in one of those episodes that we purged. Mm-hmm. Um, sports betting. It I don't is, It is up there with ruining games for me. Really? Yeah. I don't... Like, obviously, I'm, I'm not saying we should regulate sports betting or gambling or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I've yeah. noticed a trend, okay? So... I lurk all the different NBA team reddits um, just because I like to have a pulse on all the different franchises. And one thing I noticed is, like, during game threads, like, these fans of these teams are getting mad at their players in wins because they screwed up their parlay.
2: Yes. it's
0: like I've done some I've I've done some fan dueling myself I'm I'm not knocking it but I'm not going to get mad at my team for winning or for a player scoring more points than I bet he would score under
1: so I have a few rules with this and I figure now is just as good a time with ever to you know unleash the Angelo's rules of sports betting. So, are you ready for a few of these?
0: All right, go for it. First
1: one, and the, and this is the number one, and it seems like all these people on Reddit are not following this rule or breaking this rule, and it is why they are not happy in life. And it is do not parlay bet. Your favorite team. Only bet the over-under on your favorite teams. I'm but telling you, it'll make your life a lot happier.
0: Even then, because like a lot of these guys are getting mad if their team, if they bet under and their team wins and went over. Like, if you can't, like, accept, like, when you're gambling, an important rule of gambling is the money that you put in is not yours anymore and yep. money you're going to win is not yours until you win and exactly. you have to accept that risk regardless yep don't not get mad at other people because you made the wrong bet
1: not only that they kind of even interface it because you've made a you've made a bet on these websites once you make that bet that money is immediately taken out of your whatever pot or whatever money you have deposited into that account. It is physically taken out of there.
0: Also, one thing is I don't think they should be as predatory with advertisements. I agree. So I, for everything I follow in regards to sports, I refuse to watch ESPN. Okay.
1: Brought to you by Sportsbook. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well ESPN I, I tuned into ESPN this week because it was something to do with the Kendrick Perkins thing I, we talked about that right we did Yes, we did talk um,
1: about it on here last episode
0: I my weeks are blending together right now it's a really rough time same so First. I turned on ESPN okay. and this had to have been at the start of the week then and they're talking about stats and instead of having discussion about players and stats, they're talking about sports betting. You are supposed to be a sports news network. Yep. If I want sports betting advice, I will go to sports betting websites. I will go to those mediums. I want to hear about Jokic being the best passer of all time. That's a fact. Um I don't want to hear about the likelihood of Jokic going over on assists in this game. Like that's irrelevant to me in terms of basketball news.
1: Well, not only that, depending on how much and maybe this isn't this is unfair to Colin Coward cuz I know he's done it, but <laughs> he also does segments for betting to be fair to him, but I believe the statistics they bring up while sports betting are more advanced than any of the statistics they will bring up when talking about players, like like when they're talking about betting, they will bring up a team or an individual player's record against the spread
0: specifically. Yeah. yeah, It's, it's asinine. Just enjoy the game. Just watch the game. Like every sport, like even the sports I don't like, they're enjoyable. Right. Like I we've had a conversation. I cannot stand watching baseball on TV. I will fall asleep. I really can't enjoy watching football on TV in person. Different story. But I can still appreciate the beauty of the game, whether it's basketball, hockey, soccer, whatever. There is an athletic marvel going on in front of me, no matter the sport. And we've gotten away from that. And instead we're focused on how can I make a profit off of watching this? And and then little do you know that the sports gambling websites are looking at you going, wow, I can make a lot of money on this guy. Yep. And then you're getting mad that you lost bets. Just don't make bets. If you're going to get mad, don't make bets. If you don't have a disposable income to make bets, don't make bets.
1: Also good advice
0: just enjoy the game if you enjoy betting bet if you get mad when you bet don't bet because you're gonna lose a lot more than you win yeah you're gonna feel like you win because like if you bet a hundred dollars in a week and you lose the first seven days and then you win twenty dollars at the end of the week you're still down but you're gonna feel really great it's a dopamine thing but that's all the time we've got tonight guys um, next week, return to form. I believe Austin is back next week, and then I think he's gone the week after again. He's a he's a busy little boy this week or this month. Um, if he's not here, then it'll be another Ren and Angelo show. But hopefully, he's back because I do want to broach that subject again with him. Not necessarily you and I making points, but I I, I do want to hear his opinion on it. Um. And yeah, so, join us next week as the least motivational podcast on the internet.
1: You're really sticking with that? I did. 16 episodes later now.
0: Is it really 16?
1: We're either at 16 or 17.
0: Are we counting the ones that were purged? Have we purged more than one?
1: No, I don't think so. If we... if we count the pur- if we don't count the purged one then we are on 14 or 15
0: then. Okay, that sounds more realistic to me. That extra one that throws me off. We'll yeah. see you guys next week.